Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. Hey, Maddie. Hello, hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. It's hot as blazes here in Texas, but we're making it work. Thank God for air conditioning. <laughs> we're heading into a bit of a, a hot spell ourselves. It's supposed to be over 100 this weekend, and I'm not happy yeah. about it. <laughs> That's not my kind of weather. It really isn't. And then... Adding humidity into the mix is always a wonderful thing. No, I'm glad we don't have humidity. That would bite the big one. That would be terrible. Then you just the, what happens is you just you don't leave your house, and that's yeah. that's what happens. There we go. Yeah, I'm like looking at the temperature tomorrow. I'm like, do we leave the house or do we just stay here and huddle? <laughs> Because it was funny, we were driving past, um, there was a Cinemark right by the restaurant we were at um, earlier this week, and we were like, everyone is at the movies, like, the theater was, like, packed, and I was like, I know people are excited for Mission Impossible, but also, like, the way people that- People just want to get away from the heat. <laughs> they just want to be in air conditioning, so they don't mind that this this new one is two hours and 45 minutes long, so- no. They're like, excellent. Longer the better. Great. Three hours of paid for air conditioning. There we go. Worth the price of admission. And I'm almost disappointed we already went and saw Indiana Jones because I was like, that would have been a good weekend to do it is this weekend. I did it. Um, I visited um, grandparents over July 4th because um, mm-hmm. I... I ended up with a three-day weekend, which was really nice. Of I was one of the few people happy the fourth was on a Tuesday. Because, you know, <laughs> since Wednesday, Thursday is my weekend, I got three days okay. straight, which is rare. Yeah. yeah, that did work out in your favor. <laughs> I'm one of the few people who it did. But, You're like, um, this is great. And everybody else is like this. <laughs> yeah, so it worked out nicely. Um the rest of my family was up in New England visiting my brother-in-law's side of the family and stuff because really it had been the first time both sides have all been together since the wedding. Um, but I took that opportunity as far as went, drove over the two hours to East Texas to Tyler to see the grandparents and part of the filler of just making sure we're not sitting home with Fox News on the TV. So let's go see Indiana Jones. <laughs> and, exactly. Yeah, so broke that up a bit and it was a fun time. Like, I don't know what people were expecting of it's not like of course it wasn't going to be to the same level of like Last Crusade or Raiders, but like, it was a really fun time. <laughs> and also like 
because I don't know if you've seen people's response or whatever since you saw it. Spoiler alert! I don't you know. know if I've I've seen like I heard some people say they really liked it, yeah. but I haven't heard anything beyond that. I've heard some people of like the t- like the time travel stuff is so stupid and like far fetched, and it's like the other Have ones you they ever opened... watched the <laughs> like. Between the Ark of the Covenant and, like, the heart thing of, like, a dude reached into somebody's chest and pulled his heart out and, like... like suspend your disbelief, my guys. The freaking <laughs> Holy Grail. Like, they've always dipped into, like, Those fantastical movies, elements. They're not rooted in reality. Let's put it that way. I kind of had to laugh. I'm not gonna... I'm gonna try not to spoil. But the way they dealt with Shia LaBeouf's character... Yes. I like I laughed out loud. Oh, moving moving I was on. Like the only one. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. That's so hard. <sighs> Fun times though. Fun times. I would Fun have times. liked to have gone to see that this weekend, but oh well. Find something else to go watch. Yeah. And actually, the like the de-aging stuff wasn't that bad. Like, no, he, he was, looked exactly like he should have looked, and it it was hard to tell it was CGI, you know. Which is impressive. Hey, we're always we're always happy for another glimpse of young Harrison Ford. Like we always are. We're never gonna complain about that. Literally <laughs> never. Anyway, that can be brought back to our screens. We are always happy. Always happy. And I let's see. I spent a lot of this week listening to Speak Now, and I'm comfortable in saying it is. I it's one of my more favorite Taylor Swift albums. I think. There we go. Because I'm like, wow, I like a lot of these songs. Like, there's a few that I'll skip, like if I'm in a particular mood. But like, I'm fine with listening to all of them. And it's just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I liked it a lot. And then the video was cool with Taylor Lautner. And oh my lord, that was good. Good times. And good times. The Taylors Lautner are just the great. Taylors Lautner. <laughs> no, but seriously, good times. And it seems they're, like they're both winning at life. Just good for them, you know. <laughs> And it seemed like the end of the video hinted that maybe 1989 will be next. So that's fun. That I'm excited for. That's going to be fun. I'm a little sad that I have to wait for reputation, but at the same time, like waiting always makes things better anyway. So I'm like, okay. (laughs) Plus you want a little bit of space between like the Joe breakup before like she records re-records those again you know i don't know that's gonna be rough (laughs) so maybe let's let's give it a year (laughs) so it's not quite so close man i don't know the way she's been performing some of the songs at the airs tour like the ones that even ones that aren't weren't written about joe but like apply to the situation like she's been like singing them pretty like Hmm. With with fervor, let's put it that way. <laughs> I'm like, oh dear. <laughs> Whatever you... album we're getting after this is gonna be fire, though. <laughs> you okay, hon? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's gonna be good. 
Um, let's see. What else has gone on this last week? I'm trying to think. Um, nothing. I mean, my kids aren't in school, so I don't have to do anything. But yes, you can tell we're we're vamping a little bit too until Jen can hop in. <laughs> <laughs> We're delaying for poor Jen's sake. Um, no, I'm okay. seriously, like, legitimately trying to think of what what I did all week. One thing I've really gotten um, into as far as, um, I know it's yet another streaming service, but, um, so there used to be, a, like, a big YouTube channel um, called College Humor that... Uh-huh. They kind of spun off and decided to do their own thing because, you know, YouTube's kind of a hellscape and trying to deal with the algorithm and all the like the different things. So they just wanted to make their own company and do all this. So they have a streaming service now called Dropout, which I was like, oh, I see what you're doing of kind of the transition <laughs> off of um, college. You spent humor. a little too much time on humor and you had to drop out, right? Yeah. But like, <laughs> But it also makes sense because it was started while everyone was college age and now that is long gone. So yeah, it was a rebranding. But um, I haven't watched the previous seasons, but one of the shows that they do is these like filmed um, D&D campaigns. Okay. And But the new season is actually, if you've never really been into D&D, which I haven't really, or um, watched like videos of people playing it it's dungeons and drag queens and so they oh got they got <laughs> a bunch of alum from rupaul's drag race to do a D campaign and it's oh like my god the dm is still the guy who like does all of them so it's a super nerdy guy but with like an improv comedy background and is just super oh extra god. but what's nice <laughs> is if you've watched like some of the like dropout stuff um or like kind of know the talent um, he and his um, fiance are like big reality TV junkies, and so they obsessively watch Drag Race. So you can tell, like, he's an actual fan of like their personas and stuff, and is just really enjoying the f- like the flair that they're bringing to it. And what's fun is that they're all like super committed of that. The like this nerdiness is a little bit outside of their comfort zone, but they're just like totally game. And even though one is kind of, like, very clueless on, like, what's happening and stuff, because a lot of times the nerdy guy uses big words that um, she does not understand, but just kind of rolls with it. And it's it's just, it's been hilarious. <laughs> that does sound hilarious. Yeah. Cause they... I love it. No, I might have to check that out, because that sounds like fun. Yeah. The first episode they released for free on, on YouTube, and then the rest are on... Um, behind the paywall yeah (laughs) gave a little tease yes um i'm trying to think oh the show we watch on apple tv uh foundation is back it's kind of very sci-fi you know highbrow sci-fi but like is that the lee pace um, it's the lee fucking pace one and he is okay listen okay the season two premiere he was a naked fight scene the naked, you knew exactly what I was going to talk about. Yes, the naked fight scene. My goodness. <laughs> our our, our <laughs> timelines have a little bit of a, that's how it came onto my radar. Okay, that is interesting and worth a watch just for that alone. So do with that what you will, guys. But mm-hmm. no, seriously, fun show. 
My husband loves it. So we've been. I appreciate. I love the like the Amy Adams quote where she's like talking about Lee Pace and just gets like overwhelmingly thirsty. And <laughs> even though like we all know he plays for the other team, but she's just like, that's a lot of man. <laughs> it's like it doesn't even matter though. When you're looking at him, you're like, I don't even care. I just <laughs> like looking at him. It's so pretty. <laughs> he's also like crazy tall he's like six six or something he's yeah you can kind of tell when you're watching you're like this is a statuesque fella well and also you know he was in the hobbit played a freaking elf and they're all tall (laughs) because like they did a movie together i think like miss Pettigrew lives for a day and she tells the stories of like that the director had to like keep getting her attention because she's like just space out looking at Lee Pace and be like oh sorry what he's so freaking pretty (laughs) understandable Um, I I get it girl Twitter finally has competition yes so two out of the three hosts are are on threads we'll we'll drag Jen I told Jen to sign up but clearly she ignores that the nerve (laughs) but no seriously threads is not perfect no far from it but far from it but and it's like i'd rather not not have to resort to a meta owned app but like but I also realize I'm like, I'm on Instagram already. So it's kind of like hypocritical. I'm not going to delete damage my Instagram. Is already done. It's just like <laughs> Pandora's box has been opened. Like you can't, you can't put the cat back in that particular box. We can't undo just... all of Zuckerberg's evil just by deleting Instagram. So it's just like, uh. And Zuckerberg is doing the whole little penis measuring thing with with elon musk which is entertaining in and of its own right listen anybody that challenges a billionaire is good in my book even if it's another billionaire like i'm okay with it let the girls fight exactly (laughs) but i don't want to be on twitter because twitter has gotten really gross like really gross Really? really fast it's just it's it's tanked so quickly which is such a shame because, like, for a while, like, it was the apex social media. Like, there was a lot of social medias that were like, oh, this is good, this is good. But, like, above them, head and shoulders tall was Twitter. And then Elon Musk is like, I'm going to fix Twitter. And then he broke it. <laughs> broke it completely. <laughs> Broken. In just a litany of stupid ways of just like. <sighs> Did I see like he was like limiting how many of how many tweets you can look at without paying? Yes. You have to pay to see more tweets. I'm like paying to use a service that was free. So 600 <laughs> like, tweets a day when like for like 15 years it was free and then like all of a sudden you have to pay to use it? Are you fucking kidding me? On what planet did you think that was going to work? Well, what it actually is is dipshit is not paying his amazon bill and like the first go-to is for as if you're not paying because what most people don't realize prime and all the different things that's not the big money maker for amazon a good chunk of the internet operates 
off of Amazon servers and that like big companies pay for it. Twitter being one of them. And yes, it's on record that. that Elon has not been paying his Amazon bill. And mm. whoop, as we all know, if you don't pay your bills, a lot of times the first thing is to throttle usage. Anyone who's had the lights go out in their apartment knows this to be true. So, yeah. And why wasn't he paying the bills? Because he overpaid for the goddamn service. Yes. And wanted to make people pay to use the site before the whole throttling thing. And that wasn't working. People started leaving. They started losing advertisers, so losing more money. <sighs> so with this move, it's kind of twofold. It's either get more people to pay or like since we're losing bandwidth because we're not paying our bills, well, let's just have less people on the app. Which seems really counterintuitive for running like a website that has advertisers. Like, how do you, you how are you going to keep advertisers? Yeah. If you're like, there's only going to be 10 people that see your ad. <laughs> Please pay top dollar. No. And now apparently they're going to pay verified users that get lots of engagement will get ad revenue. Yeah, I'll believe that when I see it. No, like it's it's already a thing. So like, <laughs> no, there's but like, I mean, like, how much is it? Like, but like, I don't believe that Elon's not going to find some way to try to. to but like, is patting the back of his conservative buddies of oh, like, yeah. So like, there was a post today of this like moron loser person that got like this notification of because you've like you boosted engagement for Twitter and like helped us with like engagement and advertisers and all of that. Here's $5,600. So. <sighs> so threads. So threads. Exactly. Like it's threads not that- perfect. They're going to work on things. My main thing is just, I want my timeline to be the people that I follow. Yeah, that's my biggest complaint. That's my biggest thing. Like, if you fix that, then the rest can, any other things can come with time. But, like, fix that, please. Honestly, it's, it's like, I logged in and I'm like, who are these people? They got blue tick marks and they're, like, making faces and they're, they're, like, icon, they're, they're, Jesus Christ, I can't even think of the word. Whatever, their their profile, profile picture. picture. Yeah, and I'm like, they look like they might be somebody, but I've literally have never heard of them before. And I'm like, these are influencers. Also, I've never come across them because I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. And I'm like, who are these also, people? Also, Facebook, you have all my data already. How on earth do you think I want to see sports? <laughs> like, <laughs> anyone... <laughs> If you know me at all and my browser history, and let's be real, you're spying on what I'm on on my phone. Then how on earth do you think I want, I have any interest in football? Yeah, I don't know. They keep trying to, they're like, sports? You like sports? Like the algorithm, I feel like they're sending out little feelers. You like sports? And I'm like, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) What do you like? Do you like this? No. Do you like Kardashians? Absolutely fucking no. <laughs> what about Taylor Swift? Oh, oh, she likes Taylor Swift. Okay, we'll send some more of that her way. Yeah, it's like, 
Taylor Swift <laughs> theme parks and then like stupid memes and and some like reality TV nonsense. Typical. <laughs> but like that's that's the fun stuff. <laughs> that is fun stuff though. So in that case, because er, are you Callista Wolf on Threads? Um. Do you not want to plug your your Threads? No, I'm trying to think. I'm like. Because I know I was trying to change it, but then, like, I got busy with something else halfway through, and I don't know if I actually changed it. Um, if it's not Callista Wolf, then it's Marilyn Porter. So people can look me up as Marilyn Porter if they want. I specifically created another um, Instagram account just so I could have. You don't want your streams to cross. That's not linked to my first and last name because (laughs) if I'm going to use threads like I use Twitter, then my unhinged (laughs) fangirl self, if I'm talking about TV and watching two idiots, we need to keep a few things a mystery. Get them to kiss. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't need people who like know me or like a family friend of my parents or something to see that. I'm just. No. So in that case, Queen of Fantasyland is my my threads account. So there we go. It seems good. Go follow Maddie because she's amazing. What else are we going to talk about today? I know we were going to talk about you and there was something else. There was the... Well, mainly we were going to talk. We've been in discussion for a while about partially with Ted Lasso and Succession ending around the same time of just reflecting on the idea of series finales and then also but with current events and stuff debating it seems a little bit in poor taste to dunk on bad writing decisions but (laughs) I will say even writers I hate showrunners that I think are idiots deserve a living wage. (laughs) Correct. Correct. I saw a TikTok this morning and it was somebody who, um, because in case anybody isn't aware, so everybody knows that the Writers Guild has been striking down in Hollywood trying to get fair compensation and fair credits for, for all the shit that they do and that they're not getting paid or credits for. And so... It was then SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild, wanted, was like testing the water, seeing about joining them. And they were trying to negotiate and the negotiations fell through. So they are striking. And I saw somebody did this TikTok and I didn't recognize the guy, but he listed off his credits and he's been in some fairly well-known stuff. And he, he was responding to a comment somebody left for him saying, oh, millionaires want to strike so that they can get more millions typical hollywood you know and he's like listen the people the majority of the people in this guild and the reason that this guild is striking people like me we are working actors and we get paid pittance for what we do we are not the headline actors, you know, those those aren't those actors that you're like, oh, that guy from that all those things. Yeah, those type no. of actors get screwed over. Yes, and he's like, I, there's no way I can act as a full time job and support my family. I have to have one or two other gigs on the side. 
that aren't acting because I can't, I can't afford to feed my family. He said, just recently I was in something called Dollhouse. I'm not familiar with it, but anyhow, he's like, I was, I was in Dollhouse and my billboard was on Sunset Boulevard. How much do you think I got paid for that? Zero. But um, for the role I did, I got paid seven, $7,500 total. And then 25% of that went to agents, managers, and lawyers. And he's like, what am I taking home? I'm not taking home enough to feed my family. Are you kidding me? I've got two kids. You know? Yeah. He's like, that's why we're striking. Because we want to be paid fairly. And apparently there's some sort of AI black mirror nonsense going on. Yes. Of like, here's a great idea. We're going to get background actors. We'll pay them for the wage of one day's work. We'll scan their bodies and like their movements and stuff. And have rights to use their likeness for all eternity. All eternity. Without paying them any extra. Just use their face. $200 to have rights to like your face and like movements and being. (laughs) There was literally a Black Mirror episode that did that. Yeah. It was was called, what was that one called? It was, um. Joan is Awful. Joan is Awful. Yes. And it was, it was. It was horrific. <laughs> it was a horrific episode. And it's like one of those things that nobody could watch that episode and walk away from that thinking that's a great idea going forward for acting. Yeah. Is for studios to own people's likenesses and be able to use them in any way they want without needing any permission whatsoever. Like, yikes. So... Yeah, I'm on the side of the the strikers. <laughs> it, exactly. And now it just seems so stupid. Like, the DGA that supposedly worked out a deal that, like, was historic and, like, a good thing for them and all of that. So so that way we can get back to work. And now, now it's like, y'all. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's awful. I heard, oh. I heard somebody say that... The strike, you know, they, they always talk about how when somebody is striking, you shouldn't cross the picket line. Yeah. And they're saying, right now, people should still go see movies and still watch their streaming services and all this stuff. What this refers to more, because they're not asking for people to do that yet. If they, they yeah, want they're not to asking do that, they will ask. Yeah, they're just... They're saying we're not going to promote anymore. We're not going to film anymore. We are not going to do because that is work. So it's yeah. yeah. But like you can go watch the Barbie movie. Please do enjoy. Yeah. (laughs) I will say selfishly because part of with the SAG strike is that there is no more like actors doing press and like and all that jazz. At least it ended by the time all the Barbie premieres happened. (laughs) Because the press has been amazing. I know. And And Ryan Gosling just being on one has just you worked enough. I saw saw somebody say this also means no going to Comic-Con. Yeah. No. Comic-Con's like dead basically. I mean, as if the pandemic didn't already cripple Comic-Con. Well, ahead of, they kind of, a lot of the big names already saw this coming. Because, like, Disney and Marvel already announced in, like, May that they weren't going to be at 
like have any presence at SEC really? at all. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. That's... We kind of already figured this is on the horizon. <laughs> wow. Yikes, though. <laughs> yeah. It's when I think back to the 2010s and the height of Arrow fandom, and just like we lived for Comic Con every summer. Is like, here's Comic Con. There were there were several dates that were like important. One was the first day of filming. The second one was Comic Con. You know, first day of filming Comic Con upfronts Paley Fest. So those yeah. were our those were holidays, if you will. <laughs> and it was like, can you imagine being a fan of a show right now and having the the thing that you spend all year looking forward to and is gone. Yeah. Because studios are greedy. I guess. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's blame blame the studios. It's not on the strikers. It's No, yeah. The strikers deserve more money. If they're making record profits, why why aren't why can't they afford to pay the people that work for them more? Yeah. And like also AI is stupid and like so dumb will actively make movies and television worse and so let's just not let's have yeah I saw somebody say that like if I get a whiff that a a movie or a TV show is is using AI actors or AI writing I'm not going to watch it I'm going to refuse yeah like I will not partake of that no I think that's fair. For sure. God. That way, it's it's so dystopian. It really is. Like, well, how is this the world that we live in? Yeah, and like, just the whole industry is just like broken. And so it's like, the more you read and the more you learn about it, you're like, yeah, they have to do this. Or otherwise, like... Just like the entire film industry is just done. <laughs> yeah, I it does make you wonder the streaming what's model can't be sustained. Correct. Yeah, they they have to change their business practices, or else it's all going bye bye. If you think about like in our fandom history and the battles we've won and or like gone through <laughs> and everything, and like the biggest heartbreak ever was a premature cancellation. And that you'd hold on to your VHS or your DVD or, like, have to, like, pirate stream, like, the remaining episodes of just one season of a show that you loved and never got to see again, but you just cherish those episodes you have. Now the worst nightmare is not Mm. only does your show get canceled before its time, but it, it gets just goes away. Yeah, it gets deleted. There's no way to ever watch it ever again. Ever it's again. Gone. Yeah. Ever. Just like disappears into the ether. And so that's something too of like residuals. The way like anyone made decent money in like film and television was when you like did create something great that resonated with people and it's like just like anything else in this capitalist hellscape if you made (laughs) something that was quality and that people liked that then you get success from it that's how this is supposed to work theoretically but yeah your your friends or like 
all the other shows, it's residuals. That's how people still made money. And even like, for example, one of my favorite movie podcasts um, is um, Blank Check with um, Griffin and David. And so Griffin Newman is a a working actor who kind of gets bit bit parts here and there mixed in with some voice acting roles and stuff. And he talks about one of his best paydays he got was when this movie that he played like the nerdy intern in um, started um, being played on airplanes. And Mm -hmm. because it's draft day with Kevin Costner and they it's such a plain movie too of so it apparently got really popular of it's just the movie that every dad watched on a delta airlines flight and so he got regular checks that basically kept his rent going for a year just off of residual checks for this one little part that he like tiny tiny part that he had in the movie and that can't happen if the movie just gets deleted from existence no it can't I mean, that just sounds heartbreaking. Not just for the fans, but, like, the actors, any of the cast and crew, you know, people be like, hey, I was in this movie. I worked on this movie. Can I watch it? No. No. (laughs) It's gone forever. Because, like, we all have that one show we cherish. That's, like, the one season wonder. Your your selfie or your pitch or various other... There's yeah. so fucking many of them. There's so many. And that sometimes, even though it hurts a little bit since there's so few episodes, you still like to like go back and revisit and stuff. And then there's people like this that just can't. Yeah. And it's, I think that's and it's not just like small things. Because like, for example, Disney deleted Willow. And Willow was really? like positively received by critics. And like had people from the original cast and like that's surprising to me yeah that was that was a good show money was put into that show and they deleted it and they just deleted it (sighs) so that way people don't get paid Uh, what kind of an asshole do you have to be to delete something like how much could it really cost you to keep it well that's that's the thing give warwick davis his freaking check (laughs) they they don't want to have to pay. It's so fucking greedy, is what it, it is. Just, yeah. It's just so greedy. The, the actors are not greedy for wanting to be paid. No. And oh, I, you know me, of just that my all time TV obsession is the nanny. So I love the clip has been going <laughs> around because there's an episode where um, Fran won't cross a picket line. And so they're like the Sheffields are heading into into a gala but the busboys are on strike and so she won't go go across and causes a big scene because Mr. Sheffield's trying to like drag her across the picket line and they get all like um, photographed with her being like no and it's just iconic and so now that she's the president of um, SAG-AFTRA that that's been circulating again because because she respects it she does. She always has. Fran remains an icon. <laughs> Some people were just born to be icons. It's, it's, it's true. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I that way. If this drags on for very long, I mean, no new movies to watch, no TV. No. And so, like, 
Emmy nominations came out. That was a hilarious thing, having Emmy nominations oh, the God. day before, like, the strike Jeez. happened. And no Emmys. Yeah, so no <laughs> Emmys are, are happening. They may get, oh, like, the awards, God. but there won't be, like, a show or a ceremony or anything. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a nightmare. Just fucking give them their money. The fact that they have kind of gaslighted these guilds about like, oh, we're willing to talk. No, you're fucking not. You're not talking to anybody. No. You've seen you've seen the article that's gone around that's just straight up evil, right? <laughs> I've heard about it. I haven't read it. So there was an unnamed, like highly ranked executive that in one of the trades think Hollywood Reporter might have been Variety or something but basically is our plan is is to starve them out and so that what we're just going to wait until they start losing their their houses and their apartments and once we're thinking once it's in the fall and they they start like losing where they live and it's getting close to Christmas that They'll, what they'll come crawling back. What McFucking Duck is that? Like, what in the ev- <laughs> what in the Christmas Carol? <laughs> I mean, there's a whole movie about this type of thing. Like, they said the quiet part out loud. Oh my god! I'm just Starve like, okay, we'll just wait. Out. Holy shit! I hope they never come back till these people lose their homes. God, they'll go get other jobs is what they'll do. Do they not understand that? But that's where I saw like a response video um, because I follow did you ever watch the show Adam Ruins Everything? No, but I've heard about him and I know the guy, the Adam. Yeah, so Adam I've seen him on on TikTok, Yeah. yeah. So he's a strike captain with the WGA and has been doing some really great content lately. And was basically in response, no, we are going to serve you out because there's yeah, like, there's the entertainment community fund that's to help out writers that are like on hard times and other crew people and all of that. But also you need us because like without television do not happen if you don't have writers or actors. So like yeah. y'all are fucked and you're gonna need new content pretty soon and it's not gonna happen without us. So we will wait you out. They will wait you out. Because here's the thing. They're more used to starving than the studio heads are. Exactly. <laughs> They've been being starved. Hence why they're on strike. We're already broke. So like... We're already broke. We're already losing our homes. We want that to change. Which is why we're trying to ask for more money. You guys have all this money. And you want more and more and more. More, 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 and yeah, you guys have never starved. Also, another response is that's like genuinely terrifying. Um, Ron Perlman basically went full Sons of Anarchy. I love Ron Perlman, he's amazing. And he's like, <laughs> that, like, this man said of like wanting people to lo- lose their homes, of like, you're wanting people to like. <laughs> for families to starve and 
motherfucker, there's more than one way to lose your house. We will find out who this person is. You will get their name and where they live. (laughs) You want to play that game? (laughs) And like the way he says it is like genuinely terrifying where you're just like, I think he's going to kill him. (laughs) I think he's mad. (laughs) I don't think you want Hellboy mad at you. I don't think you want fucking Clay mad at you. Like, is this profitable evidence? (laughs) Oh my lord. Quick, run, hide. (laughs) But it is true of like, whoever, if they ever do leak who said that quote, like, (laughs) there will be pitchforks. Honestly, I think they might be surprised. My money, how much of the public will will support the writers and the actors in this? You know, like yeah, of course, there's going to be people that don't give a shit, and they're the people who are probably going to see Sounds of Freedom this weekend. But yeah, the the, the, everybody else with two brain cells to rub together is not going to want to support anything that is disenfranchising people out of their livelihoods yeah so i i love someone did wrote parody lyrics to um living on a prayer of tommy used to write for she hulk union's <laughs> been in strike dad on us <laughs> <laughs> oh no too real that's <laughs> too real <laughs> Oh, yeah, I don't know. What's Netflix going to do without some new vapid TV show that nobody's ever heard of? The worst reality dating shows that you can possibly find. We already have so many of those. Yeah. (laughs) Do we really need any more? Well, ABC, they've been like talking about it for years since like 2019, but they're finally doing The Golden Bachelor. So it's going to be like seniors as, yeah, as, as a season of The Bachelor, which I'll admit I I am mildly intrigued, but it's like so (laughs) obvious that it's like, you're only doing this because you have no programming. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of how reality TV got born in the first place. Yeah. Because with the, the 2008 writer's strike, that's where the boom really, really hit. That's true, because there was reality TV. There was there was the big competition before. shows and stuff, but like the the reality of like just people everything's reality. Being, yeah, of just yeah. like people living their lives or just doing ridiculous minutia instead of like a competition. <laughs> <laughs> We're just gonna and film. People why are these people famous? I don't know. TV. Yeah. <laughs> just filming hot people being hot and stupid <laughs> oh that's like the worst kind of reality show it really is i i can't i cannot with that nonsense yeah so that way my thing of oh it was a little bit funny of with the no actors doing press someone said Sean Evans is sobbing into a bottle of hot sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, Hot Ones is one of the better interview shows. It's like, it's like, obviously, then at at this point, we'll just be doing 
like musicians and athletes, <laughs> but just just no actors at this uh, point, which is a bummer because I feel like the actors are the best ones. Cause did they- you see Jennifer Lawrence's? It's so good. It was like the whole thing was iconic. It was like every bit of this is meme worthy. Yeah. Every single bit. There wasn't a single bit that wasn't like iconic. I yeah. don't know. Her reaction was the best, one of the best I've seen on that show. What do you mean? <laughs> what, do you mean? Like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> just like brain is gone. <laughs> she lost her cool so quickly. <laughs> uh, it's it's a bummer. Like during air. During Arrow heyday, if Steve had ever gotten on Hot Ones, it would have been great. Of like but now, like the thought of Stephen Amell on Hot Ones just makes me cringe. Cringe, but it's it still would be fascinating because I have I, a, I have a feeling he can't actually handle spice and oh, would just I'm, like I'm positive he can't would just like break. And it'd be so great. His ancestors were up in those caves with mine. Trust me, he cannot handle the spice. Yes. <laughs> God, I can't handle spice, but I know this about myself. And I watch that show and I'm like, I don't even know how they got that far. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah, no. I would be dead, but thank you. <laughs> Whenever they're like, oh, this one has a really sweet undertaste. I'm like, how can you taste it? I can't taste anything. Yeah, because there's one of the ones that's, like, early that has a ton of, like, fruity stuff in it that it was, like, okay, maybe a, because I feel that's sometimes the only of, like, of spice that I can handle if it's counteracted with enough, like, sweet things to stop the same. Because, like, there's one, like, Mexican restaurant that we go to that has, like, pineapple and mango and stuff in the salsa where there's, Mm. like, there's... Now I can go for that, yeah. 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 For sure. Definitely. But Yeah. So <laughs> do you think Taylor would ever do hot ones? Or do you think, think she's too big for it? She needs to. No, I think she needs to just to, to save our collective entertainment. Like when the when the strike's getting really bad and people are getting really desperate, that's when she shows up. In between, like, South America and, like, Europe. Stop in, do hot ones. Yeah, I think, like, for, um, whatchamacallit, when 89 Taylor's version comes out. That's, that's the time to do it. Oh. I like the way you think. (laughs) I could go for that. No, I think, I think she could do it. I think she would do it, and I think she'd be hilarious. Yes. I, I think she'd maybe make it like halfway through and then hit a wall and just like, this is so bad. But then I, <laughs> what I really would like is just because Sean is so great at doing like the research and the deep dive questions of him just pulling such obscure things out of nowhere that. Oh, he's, he has some of the best questions. Just such great polls, you know. Yeah, no, so he's iconic. We we need the, the Taylor Swift hot ones to happen. <laughs> Please, Taylor. Will it? I don't know. Please, and Taylor. 
in the meantime, straight off of um, all the Speak Now goodness, if you could get Taylor Lautner on, of <laughs> the only reason actors can't go on is to promote stuff, but like Taylor's not like in movies or TV. It's just like, hey, I was in Twilight and I'm now friends with Taylor Swift. Of <laughs> If it's not on anything current, that would just be kind of great. Somebody pointed out that like in the video that he was in, he like does this bow staff maneuver. And yeah, it's like, like the SNL. That's the exact bow staff maneuver he did as Shark Boy. Like they put up the video side by side and they're like, it's the same choreography. Iconic. Iconic. Truly. <laughs> Iconic. I also appreciate that he's mainly like totally retired and just kind of done until Taylor is called upon him. Because and then he's like, all right. <laughs> because in the middle of pandemic, like I think it was 21 is... Robert Rodriguez did a sequel that's kind of like both a sequel to Shark Boy and Lava Girl and I think Spy Kids is tied into it somehow but hmm. like they brought adult versions of Shark Boy and Lava Girl and I think the girl who was Lava Girl came back but Taylor was just like nah I'm not leaving my house <laughs> wow bold move there so like I think he's just like he has his twilight money he's married and happy <laughs> Like, the only time to motivate to actually, like, do something is Taylor Swift being like, you want to be in a music video? <laughs> okay. Okay, Taylor. That sounds fun. I We're back. Out for that. <laughs> Which... I love that she's friends with him. I love that she's friends with Joe Jonas. Like, someone you know? brought up, like, because at first they were saying, like, one of the few exes, like, we're they're still in good terms and Honestly, she's friendly with all of her exes besides, like, basically, the John only there. three is <laughs> the groomer, the, like, indie pretentious douchebag, Dick Hall, and the, like, man-child moocher, Calvin Harris. But everybody else, she's, like, totally fine with. <laughs> yeah. I love that Calvin Harris, like, doesn't even get, like, obvious like, direct mentions. No, like, because that was the like, thing of it was mentioned in the list of like, since they didn't name people, it was just like the 34 year old man child. And they, people were like, who's that one? And which one is that? They're like, aren't they all that? And the person replied, calcium horseradish. And then it was like, <laughs> oh, I keep forgetting he exists. Yeah. Wait, that song, I forgot that you, I get it now. I, get it. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> yeah it's so true though because yeah like i forget Taylor, she's fine with like harry she's cool with i really want him to do some style remix with her i think i've i've heard so many people say that they think he's going to i'm like at this point if he doesn't people are going to be devastated it's kind of true and then <laughs> like you know Hiddles bless his heart. Like, God bless Hiddles. We all feel bad for him, you know. But, but like, like, he's happy get now. Car is such a bop. <laughs> Good song. <laughs> great song. I mean, great song. <laughs> it's just, 
it's not so great for the person left in the motel bar. No, probably not. It probably sucked really hard for him. He was like, what happened? What did I do? Like, you you didn't didn't do anything. She was just going through shit. you couldn't please her like some other people because I remember those lyrics from another song. (laughs) Taylor'd be telling too much in those songs, I tell you. No, but we love her. There we go. We do. But, well, I guess Jen isn't recording. No, I think Jen ditched us. I think think it's just a a Callie and Maddie. Is this the first, like, Jenless episode? The first Jenless episode. I think that's what you should title it. The first Jenless episode. Call out. (laughs) Because I'm in a new pattern where when we record because it, it takes a minute for like the audio to process yeah yeah and then you just forget to post it so oh, i don't man. remember to yeah. post it until it's time to record the next one so <laughs> so right before should... this started i published I our last should... recording i think you should post this one as soon as you like can remember and just yeah. be like then we we posted a podcast <laughs> the first genless episode oh yeah. we love you jen oh, but geez we, do. we love you you did yeah. stuff no, I will come up with um, we'll we'll have a theme for our next episode. Is so this is the last week of my twenties. So, <gasps> Maddie, I know. Time flies. Time flies. Oh my gosh! I well, only have four years left where television networks care about what I think. <laughs> But you know what? Life gets so much better. It does. Like, everyone I've talked to says, like, 30s are the best of just the, like, you just stop giving a fuck. And I'm like, I'm I'm here for that. And honestly, 40s are even better in that regard. Like, yeah. when I look back, the 20s were the worst. 30s were better. 40s are the best. Yeah. So do with that what you will. 20s, though, 20s are rough. The 20s are, 20s are so weird. Rough. They're rough. They're rough. You're hard on yourself. Everybody's hard on you. You know, it's it's a lot of pressure and a lot of fluctuation in your yeah. life. And it's just, it's really rough. And a lot of people think that, like, my 20s have to be this great time where I'm having all this fun and doing all these things. And no. Stop that. No, you're you're just getting your shit together and there's no direct order to things like yeah, just do your best. Like for example, <laughs> I had the stupid boy stuff that's supposed to happen in your early twenties happen in my late twenties and like yeah. move past it. <laughs> Boys are so stupid. <laughs> like yeah. honestly. Yeah. That's a story for off mic, but but no, honestly, yeah. Yeah. I um I read a lot of romance novels, as we all know. Yes. And I'm sitting there, and you know, like, the, the book boyfriends, the heroes, are yes. always these guys who are like, I'm genuinely, like, convinced that this type of person doesn't actually exist. <laughs> because, and that, but the bar's on the floor because it's like, they listen, they're, they're considerate. <gasps> Oh my god. Oh my live. gosh. I'm sorry. Holy shit. 
we were about to title this the first gemless episode. We were okay. going to talk all about it. There was a whole discussion. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I was tired. Also, Nick Aww. was supposed to wake me up. And Nick did not do what Nick not. was supposed to do. No, it's okay. <laughs> Bless her heart. You sound so sleepy. Even I am sleepy. so... It's been an eventful week, so... Life. Did I miss the series of finale questions? No, we, no. We, we um talked about Hollywood. Oh, just that Hollywood is fucked, and yeah, but really sad. Like, just people are greedy uh, monsters, and yeah, yeah. like, like I, I, like okay, like on a basic level, you know they're awful, but like to be so publicly awful. Yeah, at least try to hide it under common decency or just there's there's pr speak instead of straight up saying we want people to lose their homes yeah it's like worship the devil you know drink the blood of children like in private like like don't do it in front of everybody like and be like so flagrant about it i'm just like i think i saw the quote was like well they're just being too greedy like excuse <laughs> Bob Iger, who was like, you know, they're just it's unrealistic, unrealistic expectations, yeah. and he had like a hundred million bonus or some insanity like that. You're like, okay, yeah, and, and what, him in particular of like, because you know I love my Disney, but like, there's <laughs> the actors and writers are getting screwed over, but also the theme park people are getting screwed over too, because those people are working their ass off. Oh, and getting paid like barely anything to like live and, and sweat hell and like but here's what I don't understand on what planet is it okay that if your company makes record profits that you don't then raise everybody's wages you know raise what you're paying the people that helped you get those record profits like why why is this suddenly like this controversial idea we like, make yeah. a lot of money. We pay our employees a lot. Right. Money, you know? like, like, the mo- like the amount of money I probably spent at Disney World, like, put a kid through college or some insanity. Like, you're just, like, you're just, and you're, then you've got thing. numb. Like, you're just numb. There's, like, Disney brain. You're just numb. It's like when you're at the Taylor Swift concert. Money's no object. Get anything you want. It's like It's like that when you're at Disney. And then you come home and you're like, I am not a rich person. <laughs> what was I thinking? It's like that comes And then you think like the people that are making that experience happen are then right. being paid like sixteen, seventeen dollars an hour. Right. Like, could you just like give them more money? Is all I, I, I just, it's just like it's just and like the writers and like not paying people who like make the television and the movies and like even the actors, you're just like, really? It's such a bad look. And cackling about starving them out and making them lose their homes and all this stuff like right you're like okay if that's what we're gonna do that's what we're gonna do so that was the injuries i ever saw fran drescher yes i was like damn it was it was epic it was was fired up in that speech yeah yeah (laughs) well that was basically us for like the last hour or so okay that's fine (laughs) yeah you're very much in theme. With little bits of Taylor Swift sprinkled in here and there. A little bit of Taylor Swift here and there. We want Taylor Swift to go on hot ones. Yes. 
That's what we were talking about. I yeah. saw I, I saw an article that that said Taylor Swift and Harry Styles were getting back together. No. And I know it's a lie. <laughs> but I wanted it so bad. I've heard they're doing a remix of Style Together, which I'll die. Like Style's one of my favorite songs. I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna die dead. I like Style more than Blank Space. There, I said it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I can. But everybody seems to like Blank Space so much. But I'm like, but Style right there. It's like (laughs) Style's the best. Also, it's just it's Style. I don't understand. I used it in a listy fic. Mm-hmm. I um I was also telling Maddie that I listened to a lot of Speak Now this week and it is now one of my more favorite albums. It's above red for me. I like it Ooh. so much. It's a good album. I like can't handle that information right now. <laughs> like, like I'm not awake enough to know yeah, that. <laughs> I am moderately drugged and I'm like, wait a minute. What the heck? You didn't wake me up. Uh-oh. Nick's in, the, Nick's in the room. I said I was going to go take a nap, and then I was going to podcast at 6, but I have to podcast at 6.30. This long. Like, that's just like when I say I got to go take a, nap, take a nap. Like, that's just implied that you get me up. Oh, no. It was implied, Jen. Yeah. That's bad. Oh, that's no. He's leaving me now. <laughs> wrong. Wrong. I'm like emotionally <laughs> wrung out because <laughs> Lauren, uh, so I have to break a little bit about, about my child. So Lauren got fourth place in her dance at nationals, which is crazy pants. Like it's really hard to do. So she was very excited, but um, she's been having a really hard time at her dance school. And uh, we went to have a talk potentially with like another dance school. And like, if she made this move, this would be like Lauren going from the Red Sox to the Yankees. It, it's like they're it's like North and like they're enemies. Like this yeah. is like the rival school. And her current teacher would like it. It'll be scorched earth if she does this. And like, just her, her teacher will never speak oh. to her again. It's just gonna be really bad. So, which is absolute lunacy because whatever, but it was just a really, it was just a really good talk. And I think I was like her, her current teacher, like we've been with her for a long time. Like her whole, all like one year, all of a sudden, like all the kids like left to go to this other dance school. And I was, Lauren was little and I, we didn't really know what was going on, but like over time we're like, oh yeah, this could be like, this behavior could be like why half her business like laugh she's very like passive aggressive and like she plays favorites a lot so oh, Lauren's yeah. just kind oh, of fed up like right. yeah she's just yeah so like at like the current teacher was like kind of the guy that we're talking to and like looking at her and he was like because she was they mentioned nationals like a bunch of times and she's like yeah yeah but you know I was just in trad set you guys and like he stopped and he was like whether or not you're doing like a traditional set or you're doing solo he was like, that's amazing. Like, how how is that? Like, they're not, there's not, there's no difference. Like, that's amazing. She's like, oh, okay. And then, like, we were talking, and he was just kind of staring at her, and he was like, you know what? I don't think you know how good you are. Aw. And she's like, oh, yeah, I guess. And he's like, no, no, no. 
you're amazing. Do you know that? He's like, do you know how talented you are? And like her other teacher plays favorites. So she was like, well, I know this person's better than me. And like the two of them in unison were like, no, she's not. You're literally the same level. Like you're just as good. And like she burst in tears. Aww. She had never heard that. Like, okay, obviously Nick and I talk about her all yeah, like, but how is. amazing she is all the time. And her grandparents and her whole family were like, wow, you're amazing. But no one in the Irish dance community, like someone like a coach, has ever said that to her. Aww. So she, like she values the coach's opinion more than us because we like, don't know what we're talking about. She's like, well, yeah, you think everything I do is you're great. You're obligated <laughs> to think everything she does is amazing. Exactly. She's like, yeah, you're my mom. You think I'm perfect. I'm like, I do think you're perfect. But like, you know, she, but like, and you it's... know, like she never had a coach just be like, you are mind-blowingly talented. Aww, and she just burst wonderful. into tears so it was just really so it was like it was like a therapy session he was so funny he's like yeah girl we're just like trying to get you through this without like sending you to therapy but he was really he's like you know it's so important because kids internalize this stuff Thank and you. you carry it through life and he's like my job is to like get get that out of you before it cements that you're not good enough Yes. And I was like, I like you need to I hear you. that you're good enough so you start to internalize. So it. you believe it. And like yeah. my mom and I were like kind of talking, and you know what? I think my mom was like, you know what I think is going on? I think she got that fourth place at nationals, and it kind of just gave her a little surge of like, you know what? good and just enough to like give her the courage to be like I don't have to take this crap anymore you know what I mean like you know like and stand up for herself and just be like okay you know mom you know all the stuff that you were saying about my coach and I mean I've been irate about this woman for years but like I'm irate all the time so nobody really pays much attention to me um but Lauren's like no you know what I think mom's right also, Aww. Nick's been driving her like forty-five minutes away for this pra- like this place. Is the new school closer? Oh yes, it's like it's like half the distance. And I was like, "Well, then that's the reason to go." I mean, right. Oh. I mean, I tried to move her years ago, <laughs> and so like she she's coming home and like and you guys, Irish dancing is not a cheap activity. And Nick is like, "I'm paying through the nose." For, like, Lauren to come home and be, like, in tears from emotional abuse. I'm, like, this is... And he's, like, also, I never see you. <laughs> like, I know you're, like... I, like, Nick just lives at dropping her off the freaking dance school. And I, I was, like, I just can't. We were just, like, no, we're done. So... Anyways, that was my week. So I was very emotionally it's exhausted. It's a big change, yeah. It is a huge change. And it's going to... Like, you guys, this is going to be really, really bad when I, like, message this woman and say... Whoop, we're done and said. that we're going to this other school <laughs> it's gonna be like oh, i know it sounds so stupid well it's really funny so i got it's there it's when Lori petty goes to the other baseball team in league of their own yes it's 100 percent like that it's like it's like mighty ducks and that kid who was like just the line remember and like technically he should have been at the ducks all along and you know the other school was like no he's ours but then he kind of wants to be on the ducks that's lauren she's a duck before she realized she was a duck um so like I was like I'm gonna have to just basically email this person and just be like we're done but it's it's fine it'll be fine it was fine but like like the new coaches were like this is so ridiculous like this is so silly like 
they told Lauren, like, you're the kid. Like, we're adults. And, you know, adults shouldn't be putting adult feelings onto children. You know what I mean? Like, right. this yeah. is not a betrayal. You're not doing anything wrong. It's dance school. <laughs> so, like, everybody calm down. So... But no, I had to like set up this super secret meeting with them. And I was like, okay, Lauren is talking about a move, but like she wants to go to a practice with you and like sit down. Like, when can we like, basically I told her, I was like, I told my sister, I was like, it feels like I'm trying to sneak someone across the border. And so like, they're like, okay, you can come at this time. No one's at the studio at this time. But like, like if her other coach finds out that she did this and she decided she didn't want to move like oh my god it would just been they're like no no we totally need to like sneak her in and like nobody can know so I was like you can't tell anybody so it was just it was very stressful but it was it was good it's good I think it's gonna be a good move so hey ladies yes is it okay if I dip out yes absolutely it's my okay. pizza's here I'll boost <laughs> out to you sorry I missed the whole thing I'm in agreement with everything they said <laughs> As you <laughs> Jen and Jen. Okay. All right, guys. Your name almost is Jen and you approve this episode. message. Almost a genless episode. You can also cut me out. Feel free if you really just want no. to go for that genless episode. No genless okay. episode. Okay. Well, no, so. just a, we got a Jen cameo, so okay. it's all good. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.